All right. So today I we are very blessed and very fortunate to have Dysa Pong um, on on with us. And, you know, without giving a whole lot of ado, I'm just kind of just jump in. You know, we're here to talk about the importance of prayer in our nation, seeking the power of the Holy Spirit to breathe life into a country that needs it in so many different ways. And in the midst of that, Dysa, I'd love for you to kind of just start us on your journey. Um, if I if I'm if I understand correctly, you're 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 from Korea. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. And so as as someone born in Korea, uh, praying specifically for this nation, kind of take me through your journey to Christ, if you can, in, in the short period of time we had. Sure. Well, greetings, everyone. This is Dysup Han from Colorado Springs, Colorado. And uh, I am very blessed to uh, be on this interview and share with everyone that's watching, listening, uh, my heart for our nation and why prayer is so critical. Yeah, so I was born in um, Seoul, South Korea back in 1961, and my parents, my sisters, and I immigrated to that foreign country called New York City <laughs> And uh, back in 1970, and I, I'm still a New York Yankees fan. Forgive me for those of you. Oh, that, that's extra blessing upon you. And uh, so uh, I went from pretty much one ethnicity to the nations in New York City. And then uh, five years later, uh, we moved to uh, Los Angeles, and that's where I lived the majority of my life. So I love the fact that America is a nation of nations. We have virtually uh, all ethnic groups, uh, hundreds of nations that, that have gathered here. And we also have approximately 600 First Nations or Native American tribes. And then we also have God's First Nation of Israel living in this nation together. And um, as believers in Jesus Christ, we come in all different shapes, sizes, stripes, denominations, cultures, languages. And yet prayer is what connects us to the Father and to one another. Prayer is what God uses to unite us. Uh, towards what he desires for us. And of course, throughout the history of our nation, God has used prayers to ignite revivals, awakenings, and even great awakenings. So I'm very uh, blessed to be part of a a ministry that mobilizes prayer, co-laboring with many other ministries across this nation. Excellent, excellent. So you're, you're in our brief discussions and just having spoken with a couple of people who recommended that we speak, your wisdom is apparent, but, you know, wisdom isn't some wisdom you may be born with, but don't exude it automatically. It's not something that just exudes from you without my God's touch. So what, what is it that brought you, you know, on your journey with it to Christ? Um, you said you immigrated to this country. Was you, did you grow up in a Christian household or is, yeah. is that something you were introduced to? Yes. In, in fact, in- my, um, I have a very interesting family background. Uh, my father was uh, born in Seoul, which is currently the capital of South Korea. My mother and all of her siblings were born in Pyongyang, which is the capital, which is the current capital of North Korea. Uh, uh, she and her siblings were born uh, in Pyongyang before uh, the split between North and South, and, and they made it to the South, thank God, before the Korean War. Uh, but uh, especially on my mother's side of the family. Uh, Christianity goes back to my uh, great-grandmother. So uh, at the turn of last century, there was a great revival in Korea, uh, which happened in the northern part of the country. And my uh, great-grandmother, three of my grandparents got swept into the kingdom. And, uh, and, 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 and I grew up in a uh, 
Christian family, uh, church all my life. I don't even know when I was saved because ever since I was little, I just, I assumed that Jesus died for my sins and he is my, he is my savior. Uh, but it wasn't until later in my life that faith became real. Excellent. Excellent. So I guess in the midst of your, your journey as a man, that's always, as you, you say, it have always walked in pursuing Christ. How has that manifested itself in varying ways? Um, whether it's transitioning from, Korea to the States, from New York to L.A., which is frankly like moving from one country to another. How are some different ways that you've seen Christ work in your life? Well, you know, when I first came to the United States, um, it was difficult. I mean, the only words I knew in English were yes and no. And and when kids would say something that I thought was uh, not so kind towards me, I couldn't attack back because I didn't have the right words. I could only speak Korean. Uh, you know, those were some frustrating years. But, you know, looking back, uh, God has always been present, uh, giving me peace uh, through those difficult situations. And I also had illness, uh, especially uh, in my uh, in my mom's life, throughout her life. And uh, she was in and out of the hospital. And those are very trying times. And this is where the scripture, even when we are faithless, he is faithful. Because of God's faithfulness, in my life, in our lives, we can then trust in him and go forth in this incredible journey with Christ. So that's, that. I'm a classic example of that. Uh, didn't even acknowledge God's presence when I was young, and yet I can look back and realize God has always been there for me. Right. So I guess in your current efforts, what what specifically uh, do you do? I've been told you're a, you're a man of, I'm truly a man of prayer, but what, what specifically are you, are you being called to do? Well, uh, back in 2007, I had an opportunity to serve with uh, a prayer leader by the name of Dick Simmons, Men for Nations, and I volunteered my services to spend uh, three months. So, uh, so literally, my wife, Jill, and I, back then our kids were seven and five, uh, in our Honda Odyssey, we drove across the country listening to Adventures in Odyssey. Those of you are uh, familiar with Focus on the Family, you may heard of that uh, radio program. And uh, it was in Washington, D.C., while I was serving with Dick Simmons, I realized that uh, um, our nation is uh, is in deep need of prayer. Uh, Back then, the biggest news was how the war in Iraq were going so terrible. And President uh, George W. Bush asked General Petraeus to implement a um, a military tactic called the surge. And uh, we realized that without a prayer surge, the military surge would fail. And, uh, and, and, and the bigger issue uh, we, we believe was not so much the security of our country, but God sent our military and wanted the presence of our nation so that uh, uh, 1.8 billion Muslims around the world would have the opportunity to hear the gospel as well as Israel uh, received protection. So we started this um, idea called Prayer Surge Now. And uh, it was supposed to be a one-time prayer call, August of uh, uh, 2007. And it ended up being a, a, a weekly Saturday morning prayer call. I've been, I've, been, I've been facilitating it all these years since August of 2007. And through that, uh, God had God really taught me about networking, relationship, how we, how we need to co- collaborate. And so 
uh, every Saturday morning, I get to uh, interview these incredible ministry leaders, pastors, missionaries, prayer leaders, uh, those that are uh, uh, behind the scenes, working with the persecuted church, so on and so forth. Uh, those that are uh, working to end abortion, human trafficking in our nation. And uh, I get to find out how God is answering our prayers and bring that to the intercessors. And we, and we pray knowing that God is hearing our prayers. And, and I think that is the thing that led me to the other prayer initiatives that I coordinate. For example, I also uh, oversee Transform USA prayer. Uh, we just lost your sound. Just lost your sound. So, so uh, prayer surge now has become a uh, a Saturday morning weekly prayer call, and we've been doing this since August of 2007. And uh, what I do during the week is I get to research and find out how God is answering prayers overseas, in our nation, in our military. Uh, this 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 battle to end abortion in our nation, just whatever God puts in my heart, and I get to find these uh, uh, leaders that are in the front lines working to serve God in these various areas, and I bring these leaders to the attention of uh, intercessors that that gather together on Saturday mornings, and we rejoice because God is answering our prayers, and we get to pray some more because there's still so much work to be done. And that helped me to also transition into other responsibility. I also serve as the national prayer coordinator of Promise Keepers. Promise Keepers was big in the 90s. We're coming back this year at AT AT&T Stadium uh, in Dallas, and we're going to fill the stadium and also broadcast um, uh, cast all over the world, trying to reach 5 million men through one conference. I also oversee Transform USA, uh, national prayer calls on Tuesday mornings, and we pray for urgent things uh, regarding the United States every Tuesday morning. And uh, now I, I have this great opportunity to serve with uh, many, many uh, prayer leaders across the nation in what we want to do in July together for 21 days of prayer, pray America, pray for spiritual awakening. Excellent, excellent. One of the themes of our, our prayer meetings over during the week with America Pray has been really um, seeking and 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 and, and harnessing and, and and the power of the Holy Spirit. I mean, in, in essence, we are praying in the name of Jesus to the Father, but it's the power of the Holy Spirit that we many times don't even recognize or look to, and it is in that power that things are changed and moved through. And just in the midst of your conversations with the many leaders you speak with, one of the things I'm curious about is just the change, the, the testimony. If you can think of any you think would be really great to share with this, because many times in the midst of our efforts, we, we do need to have words of upli- words that are uplifting. And I think testimony helps with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so for example, uh, many, many prayer groups around the world have been praying for the Middle East. Uh, because God has uh, shown us his love for the Muslims who don't have the gospel. And uh, so on Saturday mornings, we've been praying for the Middle East for 13 and a half years as part of what we do. And, uh, uh, and, and, and we are one of thousands of prayer groups praying for the Middle East. So I don't want to take any credit for what God is doing. But in answer to our collective prayers, the nation that we're seeing the greatest uh, harvest is Iran. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. Iran, percentage-wise, more Iranians are getting saved on a, on a daily basis than any place on earth. And uh, God is also after the hearts of the Iranian religious leaders and governmental leaders. They're not our enemies. See, when we pray, we recognize our enemy is Satan and his demonic hordes that want to manipulate uh, and uh, minds of, of uh, leaders and people around the world towards his agenda. So, so we even pray for the leadership of Iran, that they will fall in love with Jesus. Excellent. Excellent. So just making a, a minor tr- transition then, uh, what specifically, uh, well, what, what is it that's the, what's got you motivated? What, are, what, are, what specifically are we looking for? And uh, are you praying for, in, for, for, our, for our nation, for our country? Um, you've, you've now come on board with America Pray in a, in a certain capacity. So I, I guess if you can answer two things, what specifically are you looking to accomplish in your role? If you want to talk with us a little bit about that. And what, what brought you what brought you on? What made you say, dice up, America Pray, that makes sense? Yes. So my title with America Pray is uh, National Prayer Mobilizer for Pray America Pray, uh, to gather uh, the body of Christ in the month of July for 21 days of unprecedented prayer. So we're looking for prayer ambassadors uh, for for congregations, for cities and counties. We're also going to work with national and state leaders to identify state uh, prayer ambassadors. So for 21 days, I believe that we have an opportunity starting 4th of July, uh, perhaps the greatest prayer movement that our nation has ever known. And, uh, and, and, and so what motivates me is that it is easy to see that we're, we're desperate right now. Just in the last 12 months alone, Look what, look what has happened to our nation, right? And, and, and it's easy for Christians to blame the media, blame the government, blame the educational system. And yet, you know what? Second uh, Chronicles 714 begins, but if my people who are called by my name. So, and, and Jesus said that he has given us to the keys of the kingdom. Right. right? So, so, so it is our responsibility to pray, to live out biblical Christianity, and when, that, and when we do that, God will give us the next great awakening. And then we can be effective change makers, transformers in all those aspects of life. Right. So enough blaming others and taking responsibility. And that is one of the key things about prayer. Excellent. So you spoke, you spoke a second ago about different roles you need filled, you know, prayer, statewide prayer ambassadors, and then people over which I guess they'll, 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 they'll over-shepherd and uh, speak speak with us about the human resources that are needed for the effort you're pursuing the 21 days of prayer in July. Yes. So we're literally seeking tens of thousands of prayer ambassadors. And uh, maybe, there's, maybe there's some of you that are watching this. You may feel like, you know, I'm not, I'm not too, too sure about my city or county, but I could, I, could, I could get the permission of my pastor and then get, a, get at least a few people in my congregation and pray together for 21 days a spiritual awakening starting uh, 4th of July. And that's great. Maybe others of you feel like, you know what? I have a, I have a little, a little bit of network. Uh, I know uh, be- uh, believers and those who like to pray from various churches and various ministries. Uh, perhaps I could be one of the city, city uh, prayer ambassadors uh, for, for, for where I live or maybe county uh, wide. So uh, my definition of prayer leader uh, who, who qualifies to be our prayer ambassador is if you ever facilitated prayer 
even one time with one other person, you're qualified. Because it's not about our experience. It's not about uh, whether we uh, have led a big ministry or not. It's, it's about God calling you to something great, to join him and join others across the country. So, so, so imagine you're in a small town somewhere and uh, you are uh, one of the prayer ambassadors uh, for your city. And, you, and, and during 21 days, uh, you would like to pray with at least 10 people. Well, while you're praying, you could also realize, wow, I'm literally praying with millions of Christians across the country. It's not about the number of people that you're praying locally, but it's knowing that the entire nation is on our knees, desperately seeking God. And we're asking people to pray all kinds of prayers. You're not, you're not stuck with just one type of prayer. Uh, you pray in the manner that works for you, uh, indoors, outdoors, prayer walks, prayer drives, in your homes, in your churches, uh, if you have access to government buildings and government built buildings, offices, parks. We're going to saturate want to saturate our nation in prayer. And I believe this is what God has desired since the beginning of our nation. So it's not like we're trying to do something new. Uh, this is something that God has always wanted. And during different times in our nation's history, there were, there were great prayer movements. But I believe we're in a season where God is saying unprecedented prayer movement. Uh, uh, of all denominations, all ministries, various congregations, in every city, every county, every state across our nation, including uh, U.S. territories. Excellent. So how does someone who hears about this or watches this or listens to this, how do they become a prayer ambassador or connect with you to pursue such? Well, um, our website is americapray.net, americapray.net. You could also type in americapray.net slash pray, America pray. That's singular, americapray.net forward slash pray. When you go there, uh, you'll get information about being a prayer ambassador, and you could register today. And then, and then uh, we will get back to you after a certain period of time. Uh, and then, um, and then there's, there, there's also a way to contact us uh, using americapray.net. And we would love to get back to you with uh, any questions you may have. Excellent. Excellent. I'm absolutely convinced that the great need in America is for another great awakening. And that only happens when God's people get serious about prayer. You know, we're going to do something starting the evening of March 15th and all day on March 16th that we're calling America's Prayer Meeting. And we want to invite you to join us. This is not something where you just watch and listen and enjoy. This is where you jump in and you pray. We want to point you to americapray.net. It's a site that it's going to continue to change. We're still developing it, but it's going to be an important place for you to find all the information you need to pray with millions of us for God to move in power in our nation. Join us, americapray.net, for America's prayer meeting.